Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I think the Seahawks rebuild off of Russell. Look at that. I can also give you the other side of the coin, but I don't really know off the top of my head, but that's how I look at it, and it's a simple way to put it, and we can slice and cut it, make it look like who wants to be the hero or the villain on that word, but that's really what I mean. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton, what, 20 Coors Lights in at this point with your insane quarterback takes? Am I delusional? Yes! You're do- I'm delusional as a Packer fan to want a quarterback that I think can actually win us a ch- Super Bowl. That's delusional hope. Yeah, your your definition of a quarterback that can win you a Super Bowl, coming from a guy who rooted for a quarterback who got you one Super Bowl 11 years ago and never got you back again. But he did get me one. Right. Yeah. But Brett Favre was better at getting you Super Bowl wins and gave you more opportunities than Aaron Rodgers did. That is true. Bart Starr is in front of Aaron Rodgers in this. Yeah, well, I didn't so, really watch that so, much of Bart Starr. So, I, my understanding of the way that you rank quarterbacks, Bart Starr is the greatest quarterback in Packers history. Uh, yes. As far as championships go, yeah, that's kind of how that's, we rank. That's, that's kind of how we rank everybody on this show. That's because that's <laughs> the old standard that you've been holding for me. In time, whenever I rank anybody, it was based on Super Bowl wins. Matt, can we just admit you're confused right now? <laughs> I'm not confused. Can we just admit All that? All Jim says is the only thing that you can rank a quarterback on no, is I've Super never, Bowl I've wins. I've never said that. I said... <laughs> he said that. No, you're right no, about that. No, I Thank haven't. You. I said it's tiers. If Aaron Rodgers wins another one, then he's in the tier with the other guys who've won multiple Super Bowls. When you have one... This is the most you're absurd You're in tiers segment. with Trent Dilfer. You mean it's absurd that uh, Aaron, uh, Matt Hamilton's turning down the career of Justin Herbert? <laughs> because if, if Jordan Love turned into Justin Herbert, Matt Hamilton will be in his feelings? Or Kirk Cousins, who is going is won a boatload of football games, Matt Hamilton will be up, upset if Jordan Love turns into Kirk Cousins. How many NFC Championship games has Kirk Cousins won? Huh? Zero. How many has he played? How many in? has Aaron Rodgers won in the last eleven years? Zero. Eleven yeah. years is a long ass time. You were yeah. a young man eleven years ago. I, I, I'm still a young man, Jim. But get this, I haven't really. It hasn't been swell as a Packer fan to have a guy like Aaron Rodgers and not win a Super Bowl. You finally got me to say it. It yes, we should have done better with Aaron Rodgers. Everybody is aware of that. Nobody's arguing it. Whether you want to blame the Packers or Aaron Rodgers, that is up for you, like other no, people. I wasn't to debate. trying to get you to say this. That's up I'm for just... debate. But what I'm telling you, Jim, is that if we're moving on from a guy who I thought always gave us a shot at at least the NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. I always believed in but it. You're moving on from like a year of him, maybe two. For okay, and it's, are you moving off of when he won I truly eight games believe last year? We're not going to have two NFC Championship runs with Jordan Love. You think you would have with Aaron Rodgers? I, I would have believed it preseason. I would have believed there was a chance. Coming I off eight wins, I don't think there's a chance right now. Okay, so setting it all aside. I think if if Packers had Jordan or uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers right now, I don't think we would have sat on our hands quite as much. They would have realized they had to go in a little bit more than because all the other years they do that. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe they just totally decide we're just going to completely throw away your career. All right. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Matt Hamilton holding his pacifier there, his football. Yeah. Well, it's better than coloring. It is better than coloring. <laughs>
It's better than the alternatives that some folks in the NBA apparently consider for pacifying themselves. This is Relich and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Uh, we're live from the Everlight Slower Studio. So, Alex Strofe, I first, you got to give me the context for this because you're Mr. Sure. Online. Josh Hart said some wild things on social media. They're a little out there. Who is Josh Hart? Josh Hart is a, he's a guard for this the New York NBA. Knicks. Starting guard for the New York Knicks who was traded this season to the Knicks so it would have made the news, This, this was for all of our fans. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You, know, you didn't know I that. I knew. I'm yeah. big Oh, NBA you didn't know guy. that. Okay. Yeah, I was gotcha. just making sure everybody was caught up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Josh Hart tweeted earlier this week, quote, <laughs> this is not me asking this question, quote, have y'all ever tasted y'all's significant other's breast milk asking for a friend? That's a legit question. That's a fair question. Okay. Jimmy, you're the only one with kids here. What's your answer? I've definitely asked that to married men before with kids. All right. I've never been asked that question before. It's a little weird. Here's the thing. You have to like, you test it? it for temperature, right? Like you, they, they pump. I assume that not everything is breastfed. Sometimes you pump and you have to like warm that up a little bit. You ever like check it on your wrist, right? That's like a thing. See if it's too hot. You mm-hmm. never just like lick it off your wrist. <laughs> Or you just wipe it off because that's a waste. There's new that's nutrient dense <laughs> milk, and we all know how much you like milk. Jim. You we know that you love. Milk. I would definitely you drink love milk. raw milk. You know I would you try love that. Uh, milk <laughs> straight from the teat of a cow. You like that raw milk, so <laughs> I would true. imagine that you would try it if you're in that situation. Hundred percent. Now try it or drink it. This is the question. Well, it depends if it's good. <laughs> he just said taste it. Yeah. So would you taste it or would you drink it? I would definitely taste it. And if it was good, well, I'm not going to get yourself I'm, a glass. Well, I'm not going to steal from my child, so no, I got to save it for them. It's right. kids' milk, right? Like, if I have a child and I have breast milk, I probably have a child. Hopefully. So, have you tried it? Have you licked it off your wrist, like I just mentioned in the uh, scenario? Uh, I think either I licked it off my wrist or my wife's wrist. She's like, she got to try it sometime. I'm like, all right, I'll try yeah, it. Yeah, you have to try it. That's what your kids eat. And I. Unremarkable. I do not remember what it tastes like. <laughs> I would imagine it tasted like milk. I uh, it was not high on my list of things that I needed to do in my life. Yeah, it wasn't it's not like, like a- I'm pouring it over Cheerios. <laughs> Are you sure, Matt? I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't steal from my own kid, so I wouldn't that even the, if I enjoyed it. I love it. it. Like, Matt's I like, might like well, it. I might want to, but you know, but I won't. Yeah. He's actually looking for permission from people out there to steal <laughs> <laughs> his baby's imaginary <laughs> breast milk. Let's hear Stephen A. Smith take on this. Josh Hart. Sent out some kind of tweet or whatever asking folks if we'd ever taste breast milk. (laughs) Breast milk. That's what he said. Now, I've never been inclined to taste breast milk. (laughs) I like breast. You don't have to be a baby to like breast. Matter of fact, one could easily argue there are adults who like breast more than babies. (laughs) However, the tone of milk is a different matter. He asked that question. I'm like, I, I mean, damn, damn, Josh. What the hell? And then I started laughing because I thought about a clip from Dave Chappelle that I thought was hysterical from years ago. All right, that's Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> we all know the clip he's all talking about. All <laughs> over the board there. And this is Rutledge and Hamilton. You can chime in 844-770-3776. Have you tried... Breast milk. Tim from Oregon chimes in. That is our question right now. 844-770-3776. Tim from Oregon chimes in. I have two boys. No real comment except it's the sweetest thing in the world. The it, sweetest? I think it's, I'm guessing like a sweet Having taste to kids? it. No, the oh. taste of the milk. Oh. <laughs> 
God. You know who I want to chime in? Um... Who is it? Daryl Deerfield. Darryl this show Deerfield. is officially off the rails. Yes. I want the guy who literally gets milk for a living. I want to know if he's ever tried breast milk. Well, uh, the yard possum with a weird uh, metaphor, it tastes like cantaloupe juice. Who the hell drinks cantaloupe juice? But cantaloupe <laughs> juice. <laughs> <laughs> I, am not, oh. I do not have that frame of reference. No, unless that is, a, unless that... that is a metaphor, uh, cantaloupe juice. No, yeah, I mean, it's a melon. Yeah, no, I get what hey you're saying. Do you? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jimmy. You're welcome. You want me to walk you all the way there? Yeah, hold my hand for this joke. <laughs> 844-770-3776. Have you ever tried cantaloupe juice? <laughs> Have you ever tried? That is a great euphemism for breast milk. <laughs> I, I, I do like it. Yeah. Have you ever one. tried cantaloupe juice, a.k.a. <laughs> breast milk? Ryan and Madison chimes in. Breast milk is sweet and delicious. Plus, it'll help you if... Um, Plus, it will help if you feel sick. It's like a power punch of health. I've had a bunch of it, Ryan and Madison. See? See, you got permission now to steal your baby's milk. That's what milk. I'm saying. Imaginary baby's milk. It says it's delicious. And it is incredibly healthy. Yeah. And incredibly, it is designed to allow a human being to grow. Right. Side I mean, note. All milk and, is. And Daryl. I'm not gonna, a human being to grow, but. Now, Daryl, I, again, I drank milk as a kid. I used it in my cereal. I'm not anti-milk or dairy or any of that. But every once in a while, it is a little weird that we just drink another animal's milk. It's, <laughs> it's very only savage. weird because we're the only animals that figured out how. You better believe a cat is getting itself a saucer not, of milk if I'm, it had thumbs. I'm not saying we're I'm not saying we're bad because of it. I'm just saying that if you just think about it, taking a step back, just like the yeah, conversation taking yesterday. A step back. You're an alien and you're looking at this planet and you're seeing one animal drink another animal's milk. Yeah, I get it. It's it's weird, but it's delicious. It's not my fault. Ryan and Madison chimes in. I th- this maybe it's a joke. I don't know. My friend uh, had to use uh, she pumped breast milk because she w- went out drinking, and so you have to pump and dump. You just have to oh, get yeah. rid of it. You can't give it to your kid. Said it was like drinking a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. The dude abides. The dude abides. Alex Strofe, where do you fall on this? What's would the you question? drink? Oh, you your def- case is would you drink? Definitely. Would. Or have you? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seven. I bet he has. I bet you have. I don't know, honestly. At some point, you I, were breastfed and you drank breast milk. I have no idea. I've never asked my mother that. Uh, I definitely have, obviously, yeah. but not for the last twenty three years. I was <laughs> you know? uh, Wait, so, for a parenting tip, you can't Babies can't have uh, cow's milk at least to a year. Right. So I did know that. Yeah. There you go. All right. So Matt, or excuse me, Alex, did you chime in on this? Uh, would I try it? Yeah. Probably. I'd try everything once. Yeah. Exactly. What about Stephen A.'s other point? What? Do you think the- adults enjoy breasts <laughs> more than children? Yes. <laughs> That's also probably I true. I think they appreciate them more, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the baby because... It's their life blood. You know? That's like what's keeping you alive. What a PC answer. But it is. See, I can appreciate that it keeps something alive and has other attributes. I didn't say it didn't have other attributes, <laughs> but a baby whose entire existence is dependent on it. Yeah, kind of like the baby's got blinders on. It's just focused on the fact that that thing's keeping them alive. There's so much more to it. I think the baby's just got tunnel vision. <laughs> Underappreciated it. Oh, there Underappreciate, you go. Exactly. You're a weirdo, man. <laughs> 
Educator Adam and Madison chimes in. The only problem I have with... What? <laughs> I don't like that one. Actually, I'm not going to read that one. All right. <laughs> We're going to move off. But before we do that, Matt Hamilton, uh, let's talk about uh, Ridge Top Exteriors. Smooth transition. <laughs> Nailed it. That's right. Our friends at Ridge Top Exteriors provide the best quality roofs, windows, siding, and doors, expertly installed and at an affordable price. They're the trusted and recommended experts, and they consider customer service their number one goal and strive to exceed the expectations of the homeowners they serve. Best part? Ridge Top's local. They live and work in the areas they serve, so oftentimes the people that they're helping are their neighbors and their friends, as well as customizing all the fun different materials that you can use in your house from different sidings, different tiles for the uh, the roof, which are called shingles. <laughs> you can also customize <laughs> your interest. Wordsmith, not Hamilton. <laughs> for no interest in low-interest financing, you can go online to Ridge Top Exteriors right now and get your free estimate on your next home project. That's Ridge Top Exteriors. Com. Don't forget the roof tiles. <laughs> He's smart. All right, we're going to throw you some stones next. You just got me all flustered, Jim. <laughs> I didn't get you flustered. Stephen A. got you flustered. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. I like breasts. You don't have to be a baby to like breasts. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Matt, you're looking fresh. Feeling fresh. You feel and look extra fresh when you're rocking your Iron Jock gear. That I do. That's because Iron Jock's got that silver ion technology. The silver is antibacterial, antimicrobial, fights 99.9% of odor-causing bacteria, making sure you feel fresh, smell fresh, feeling fresh. When I'm out in the gym, sometimes I'm doing curls, sometimes I'm out on the ice, Curling stones as well. Whether I'm doing that or the other thing, this, that, or the other, Iron Jock's got my back, making sure I'm feeling fresh 100% of the time. And it's a Wisconsin-based company, which is one of our favorite things on Rutledge and Hamilton. I like to support Wisconsin products. And you can go to ironjock.com. That's J-O-C. And you can get your Iron Jock apparel right now. And you can get code. You can get 25% off using code ESPN25. Off your Iron Jock apparel. Go online right now. That's Iron Jock, J-O-C, and get 25% off your Iron Jock order. Iron Jock. It's what's inside that matters. Oh, baby. Now this is some breaking news. This feels like a bit. Friend to show Molly Brown chimes in. <laughs> oh, God. It's a, it's a bit. <laughs> he can read right through us, Jimmy. Breaking news. <laughs> She's going to be back in two weeks. Yeah, so we're announcing I know. I that. just saw this text. <laughs> and she will bring you a bottle. Matt no, thank Hamilton. you, Molly. <laughs> I will wait. <laughs> well, I don't think my wife would approve. <laughs> <laughs> can you just can you text your wife out of the clear blue sky <laughs> right now and no, say, hey, <laughs> would you have an issue if I tried someone else's <laughs> breast milk from a bottle? Not straight, no, don't even, not just, straight from don't, the source. No context. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just, not going to go well for me, Jim. I'm, I'm old enough to know that that's a bad idea. <laughs> Alex, still, you might not be old enough to know. Would you try that? Would you text that? To Taylor? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I, I, 
That is a problem text just waiting to happen. Uh, that's right. really that's really funny though. I miss Molly. Glad she's coming back in two weeks. Molly, Absolutely. Molly if you are gonna do this, be sure to go on like a bender before you do it, because I want the white Russian version. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want her to drink? Some central standard? Yeah. Mix it up yeah. a little bit for you. Get all right, a little yeah. whiskey. All right. <laughs> yeah, some central standard whiskey, I think, would be perfect. The play. All right. This is Rollich and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. I really let's, hope Human Resources isn't listening today. Yeah. Let's throw some stones. <laughs> the guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Don't, 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 this don't is Throwing Stones presented by Metro don't, Kia of Madison, don't, don't, Madison's don't trusted don't Kia dealership. All right, fellas, good to be back. First time I've been able to do this in over a week. So I got some questions. You guys probably have some answers. I'll score them out, and at the end, we'll crown a winner of what day is it today? Thursday? Thursday's edition of Throwing yeah. Stones. We're doing like three shows together this, like over the last three weeks. All three of us, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, we only did one last week. The week before, I have no idea because I think we're going to do out. one this week. Yeah, you guys are out tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah. And then I've got one next week. Woof. I do Monday. I'll, I'll be here Monday. Hardest working man in radio, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> There's absolutely no <laughs> sarcasm behind that <laughs> sentence at all. All right, boys, let's start with the NBA Finals. The guy who just had five days in a row off is literally giving me crap. Right I, I was sick. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe that? <laughs> He was sick. If honestly, one day would make it feel fake. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know what? I got, I got a because like Matt, he's got, to, he's got to do like sick days. I got a bone. Like you and I don't do like, like we're just sick. We're out. Like he's got to like, he's got a certain amount. I worked remote yesterday. I, I took a sick. Oh, day never Tuesday. mind. He's faking it then. Uh, right. <laughs> no, I do have a bone to pick though, because mm-hmm. I feel like the joke around the office the last forty-eight hours has been that I took off because of a hangover. Today, hang I mean, Alex Strofe. Yeah. Chris yeah, but the thing, the thing is, he missed you. when have I ever taken off for a hangover? I've just no, come in I here and know. said, I'm hungover. Strofe, we were, we're just pulling your chain, bud. Well, you are. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not nobody, completely sure that's the... Nobody actually uh, thought you had a two-day hangover, and that's why you didn't show up. I've never taken off for a hangover. I just complain about being says hungover you. at work. What do you mean, says me? Maybe you had worse hangovers you didn't come in for. How would we know? Mm-hmm. Because I tell you... I'm an open book, Jimmy. Yeah, I don't think you Strofe are like a walking. Keep, I don't radio. think he's keeping. He is that like a secret. walking radio bit. Yeah, like everything that happens in Alex Strofe's life is like, how can I make this a radio bit? <laughs> he's so absolutely correct about that. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of which, no, I'm just kidding. NBA Finals tip off tonight against the or between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Series predictions. Let's get into it, Jimmy. We'll start with you. Denver in five. I almost want to go sweep. Ooh. If Denver wins tonight, it's going to be a sweep. Miami has to. They played seven game, seven game series. Drag it out. Jimmy Butler looks cooked. Even if Tyler here comes back, that's not, I don't even know if that's good for Miami. They've been better without him because he's just a one dimensional player. And the other part of it is they played seven. When was this Monday? They wrapped up their series against Boston Monday night. Yeah. And now they're out in and Denver. They went straight to Denver. They and, didn't even go back to Miami. And go ask old LeBron James what it's like to play in thin air Denver. And so, outside of Denver, like, the Nuggets haven't played in a week. So, like, that, you know, because they destroyed the Lakers. So, I think that that's the only advantage Miami has is that they're in more rhythm. But I think the thin air plus the exhaustion, I think they're going to lose two. 
in Denver, win their one, their first one in Miami, and then lose the next two games. I 100% agree with you, Jim. It's going to be a gentleman's sweep. The Heat were going He's to get... an expert on it, too, folks. Yeah, I mean, that's why I use the terminology. Ter- gentleman's sweep is uh, giving up one game and then winning the other four. But, yeah, I mean... The, the Nugs are they're the hottest team in basketball right now. They're rolling. And the uh, best. I mean, I think they had the best overall record. They definitely had the best record in the West. Ah, uh, bad news, Jimmy. The Bucks had the best overall well, record. Well, the Bucks had the best record. Yeah. How many of teams that did anything in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, but no, yes. The best record in the yes. West. Now, don't get me wrong. I think trying to just saying Jimmy Butler can't do this is going to be a little disingenuous. He carried him through two very tough series with the Bucks. Got him. Not that the Knicks was super tough, but he got him through the... He got him through the Celtics, which is not a laydown team. The was Celtics the Buck my- series tough. Well, I mean, you would. F- it should have been. <laughs> Jimmy Butler made it look easy, but it should have been tough. You're playing the best guy in was basketball. That the easiest series. So that's a guy that no. The easiest series for them was the Knicks. Okay, go ahead. But I, I just think that re- counting Jimmy Butler out completely is would be a mistake. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are going to do very good, but they're not going to sweep the Heat. I'm with you both. Uh, I, I think it's Denver and five, but I'm praying for a seven-game series because Jimmy Butler is the best story of the playoffs, bar none, right? And, and, to your point, Maddie. So I'm, I'm excited I'm for sorry, the series. What? Jokic is broken I said the best story. I said oh, the best okay, story. I, best player, I didn't say the best player. I said but the also, best story. Jokic is a pretty amazing story. He was drafted Absolutely. in the second round. During a Taco Bell commercial. During a Taco Bell commercial. He was drafted later than Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah, but Jimmy's still just, I mean, he's played a lot and more Jokic games in this playoffs. And Jokic is breaking still. records that are held by Wilt Chamberlain. And I'm yeah. sorry, anytime you're doing that, you are having the yeah, best postseason. Yeah. And his his backstory is fascinating, Jokic. It totally. Is. We just know Jimmy more. Jimmy's, just, Jimmy's played more, a lot more games more this like postseason. It feels more Jimmy has put this team on his back where Jokic has been the key contributor to his team, but not the only contributor. Jimmy's had some help. Don't get me wrong. He had that one guy who had a career game, but like Gabe Vincent. Gabe yep. Vincent. This has been this has been Jimmy yeah, Butler's that one guy. This has been Jimmy Butler's playoffs. When he's played bad, they've lost, and when he played great, they win. I just would like to point out that Jokic, I think, finished second for MVP this year and has won the other two, so he kind of carries his team as well. Matt, uh, my understanding is you only get like the core cable channels at home, correct? <laughs> Yeah, like antenna. Yeah, you have an antenna, right? That's not cable. It's not cable. What's the difference? Farmer 5. Farmer 5. Is that what they call that? I think that's the colloquial term, yeah. yeah, You get more than 5 now. But but you get the local ABC affiliate, right? Yeah. So you can watch this. Yes, I can. Are you going to? Definitely. (laughs) Are you sure? No. Okay. I got volleyball tonight. I got league. How late does your volleyball go? Well, it starts at 7.15, and then I have a team meeting with Team Schuster at 8.30. So I am... uh, Is that that via Skype? No. (laughs) Uh, FaceTime, probably. (laughs) Very good. All right, let's move on. Fire away. The Cheez-It Bowl is no more. The Cheez-It Bowl is now called the Pop-Tart Bowl. So, Matt, I ask you, would you rather snack on Cheez-Its... For Pop-Tarts. I mean, the answer is Cheez-Its. Pop-Tarts, that, those, those, they were fun when you were a kid, but... No, they're still all, fun. That's, they're still first fun. of all, they're, they are absolutely terrible if you don't heat them up. I used to eat them like just right out of the package as a kid. They are brutally terrible if you don't throw them in a toaster. And I ain't got time for that if I'm snacking. Give me the Cheez-Its. They got the extra toasty. They got all the other flavors. The Pepper Jack is one of my favorites. Like, Cheez-Its are better than Pop-Tarts, just in general. 
Uh, nine reasons why you should never eat a Pop Tart. So my answer is cheese it. Uh, they what offer are the reasons? zero nutritional value. They overheat and burn you. They are one of the highest food ever in high fructose current corn syrup. And it has just the two Pop-Tarts uh, basically doubles your recommended sugar intake. It'll help you gain weight, an ungodly amount of sodium in them. And they also are very high in artificial food coloring. They're not made with real fruit, and they're loaded with preservatives. Our boss, Tom... He eats pop tarts for lunch probably once a week. Really? What, uh, yeah. My kids, I, I and not and not hot either. There's a good flavor of there's, there's a couple. Well, the brown cinnamon sugar is what you're referring to. A brown yeah. sugar cinnamon. That's the goat. That's no, the goat. They're tasty. The s'mores want to sip. Yeah, good. tasty. Yeah. But like the normal strawberry one's a, good too. When I was a kid, I really liked that like purple berry one. You know, it was that like purple yeah, and it had like yeah. the like teal streak through it. Yeah. Yeah, Jim's just being hard. There's Pop-tarts nothing natural about the color teal. I didn't say they weren't delicious. I said they're horrendous for you. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is better. I just wanted to give context again. Pop Tart Bowl, though, like, I feel like they could do some fun stuff with the field and some of the logos. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. It stinks to be in the press box. What, are they going to give you Pop Tarts? Because, like, at the Outback Bowl, you used to get a Bloomin' Onion and stuff. Like, they give Oh, you- really? I yeah. didn't even know that. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the Badgers went to the Outback Bowl, like, every year. So, yeah. The media always talked. Medias are a bunch of uh, fatties, foodies, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> fatties. <They>, wow. <laughs> Fatties. But they all just obsess over the food. Like, let me tell you about the food in Green Bay. Uh, they also love the Outback. Uh, like, they can't ever buy the their Green own Bay press meat. box. Does have a great spread. It does, but these these some of these media members that talk about act like they can't just go buy their own food. Oh, well, that's fair. But free food's better than buying food. <laughs> that's true. That's true, Alex. Is next stone. Next stone. Right, next. Nah, I'm done. Jim's pissed me off too much. Matt, you win. <laughs> I don't care how it happens. We take our wins here on Rutland's Nail. And I'm going to disprove Alex Stroh's theory right now. Free food is not better than good food. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton does not have free food. You pay for it, <laughs> but it is delicious. It is. I can attest. That's fair. Whether it's a, you've had the steak out there. Uh, obviously, Matt Hamilton's had a steak. We've all had steaks out there. However you like your steak. Uh Cowboy ribeye is, is a fantastic you know way to have a steak. Uh, I get that about. I'd actually do it rare there because they do such a great job. Uh, Kevin, the bartender, is fantastic. Got the sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. So many different options at Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Check them out today. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. Our Iron Jock poll question. Yeah, what was that again? <laughs> Would you be disappointed if Jordan Love turned into the NFL version of Joel Stave? 55% of you say disappointed. 45% of you say no, you wouldn't. It's actually pretty close. Yeah, which is reasonable. Uh, 844-770-3776. Matt Hamilton, earlier in the show, and we're going to do a video afterwards, kind of digging deeper into this. Uh, you'll be able to see that on our YouTube and, and Twitter pages. Insane takes on his standards for a quarterback here. <sighs> right, Alex? Is that fair to say that Matt Hamilton has incredibly high standards for what he would accept from Jordan Love? Yeah, you know, people have been known to call Title Town, right? The nickname for Green Bay, Entitled Town, uh, when it comes to the quarterback position. And Matt was just the epitome yeah. of that today. He said, if you haven't won a Heisman Trophy or multiple Super Bowls, I don't want anything to do with you. A single Super Bowl. I, I recanted my Russell Wilson. 
Yeah. Canted. Good word choice. I said recanted, but yes. What is canted? I said I, don't know. I said recanted. Okay. Oh, I All thought right. I heard, just heard canted too. From I may stuff. I may have turned my mic on too long. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So you would. What about Lamar Jackson? Absolutely. What yes. are we doing? Yeah, I know. Here's the thing. It's like, would we be a very good football team? Yes. Do I think that he would give us? He probably gives us a chance. Okay. Let me ask. Probably you, gives you. Let, a chance. let me ask you this question then, Matt, because I think I'm starting to understand where you're coming from. Do you believe Jordan Love is going to be a great quarterback? No. So what do you want them to do after this year? Do you want them to be awful so they can get the number one draft pick and, and draft a guy that's won a Heisman and Kalen Williams? I mean, I, I don't want to like tank preseason. I don't want to go into the season thinking, let's be as bad as I'm not, possible. I'm not saying tank. I'm saying, are you hoping Jordan Love is awful so they can move on quicker? It's like I, tanking. Yes, I do. Because I think if Jordan Love goes out and gives you very average numbers, he gets another contract, and then you've got another but, three years of average quarterback play, which might not so get you want to do. You want to do, and no disrespect, Jim, but you want to do especially, essentially what Chicago's done the last decade and a half, and that is flip the page as many times and hope eventually you hit. Yes, because I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, God. Here, Strofe. What would you rather have? I'd rather have bites at the apple with somebody who gives. Who I, I, think, I think I just know that generational talent quarterbacks are so rare to find that I don't think the Packers are going to find one. So if Jordan Love is quarterback 10 in the NFL consistently, I'm fine with that. Because I think you can win a Super Bowl with quarterback 10. Matt Stafford won a, won a Super Bowl two years ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I That's where I'm at. I mean, I would. If, if. And now, what I'm saying, Jim, is like. Yes, I have hot takes. There's there's these quarterbacks. If Jordan Love has as much talent of, as them, it was a good pick. Like, And I'm not saying that it's... it's talent a, doesn't matter. I mean, because there's plenty of talented quarterbacks that didn't make it. And that's a good point. You, you make a good point, but I'm just looking at it as like... They're good. Those quarterbacks that you had rattled off, plenty of them would be good, and they'd be good in Green Bay. My, quest, my thought is that... A lot of these other guys that you mentioned, especially the ones that didn't win Super or have not won a Super Bowl that I've been like, I kind of hemmed and hot on. They, I think their teams are better than the Packers. So, do I think that I could transplant that guy and have a chance at winning a Super Bowl? They're on a better team right now, and they're and they haven't won a Super Bowl. So why would I think they? Like, if Jordan Love turned into that, that would be great. We'd have a good quarterback, but that doesn't mean we're getting over the hump. It's not. A bygone era, but Alex did bring up the Bears, and there's a good example there. That under Lovey Smith from 2004 to 2012, they kind of just went with game manager quarterback, which is what, again, back to Joel Stave, a guy who's right. just not going to lose it for you, got good players. Under Lovey Smith, the Chicago Bears were 81 and 63, three division titles, two NFC Championship game appearances, and a berth in the Super Bowl. And so. That was until 2012. Uh, just real quick, Jimmy. The, the quarterbacks that fall under there would obviously be Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, and who am I missing? Kyle Orton. And, Kyle Orton. And, and, and Grossman, most of it. Like, okay, Cutler gotcha. was at the back end of Lovey. Yeah, because he was there in 2010. Yeah, so back end of, yeah. So basically Grossman and, and Kyle Orton. Were the front half of that. Yeah. yeah. And then Cutler the back half. There's other, trust me, there's other guys mixed in there because. For the, sure, uh, for yeah. sure. But those but, are the main three. But those were kind of just get you by game managing quarterbacks. That version of Alex Smith. Since they fired Lovey Smith and started chasing quarterbacks from Jay Cutler and then to um, Trubisky and, and anyone else, you know, right. yeah, yeah, 61 and 84. So you are playing with fire because there is no greater 
gamble in sports than trying to find the franchise quarterback. So what we're really asking you is, and reminder, when was the last time the Packers won the Super Bowl? 11. 2010 season. 11. Calendar year. Yeah. 2010 season. We are entering the 2023 season. So it's not like you've been just bathed in Super Bowl appearances or victories. No. So would you rather have 20% less of what you're getting right now with maybe not feeling like you're going to consistently win the Super Bowl? Because the Alex point, you can get to a Super Bowl. The hard part is, and why you need a franchise quarterback, is always feeling like you can get to the Super Bowl. You can have a one-off year. Go ask Baltimore. Baltimore has won more Super Bowls in this time frame than the Packers have. But, the but I'm looking been, back, but and you look on. at twenty of the last twenty Super Bowl champions. There is two well, quarterbacks. Seven of those is Tom Brady, right? Yeah, but there's seven of, or there's two of them that are better than like average, or like like just better than average. You've got great, and you've got elite. There's two guys that have done it, and that's Flacco and and uh, Nick Foles. Those are the two quarterbacks who are not in a great quarterback category. Because okay. everyone else, um, I think you would have to put there's as great at the, at the Stafford, worst. Very good. Stafford, yeah, Stafford would be my, he's my very other one. Good. Yeah. He might be at the very bottom level of great. Okay, but other guys who got to the Super Bowl: Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh no, and Jared Goff. You can get there. Matt Ryan. You can get there. Getting there good. is not something the Packers are always doing. They haven't done it in over a decade, Matt Hamilton. So I'm asking you: Would you rather be 20 percent less, and instead of winning 13 games a year and getting to the NFC Championship game and losing over and over again, if you are a team that wins the division half the time and gets to the playoffs pretty regularly? An eighty-one and sixty-three team, or would you rather be the sixty-one and eighty-four team chasing the franchise quarterback? Honestly, I, I think you. I'd rather go through the chase to get back to what we had with Aaron Rodgers and have these seasons. I personally, I think I'd rather have the franchise quarterback and chase it. Because you say it like it's achievable, like it's trying to try, trying to run down a cheetah. I know it's, it sounds crazy, but. When all you know is a Packer fan is two quarterbacks, and they seem to be pretty darn good at picking quarterbacks. Okay, but the quarterbacks clearly are not the not the only thing to get you Super Bowl. Oh, true. That's absolutely true. 49ers have been to what close to as many two with what uh, they had. Kaepernick with, got them there, and, and uh, Garoppolo got three. Them there. Then oh no, Purdy didn't get in there. Shroff, what would you choose? The eighty-one and sixty-four, eighty-one and sixty-three, probably twenty percent worse than the Packers have been over the last uh, window with Aaron Rodgers. Or 6184. Because that, again, that Lovey Smith window, they got to a couple championship games. They got to a Super Bowl. They won three division titles. They didn't, they had a bunch now, of. Does it mean game another one? I like winning, so I take the first one. Yeah, over but, 61 and 84. But yeah. does it mean that we're going to get another decade of, like, after we go through those you, halls, are we going to get the nobody decade knows, quarterback? Matt. That's the whole thing. So many teams have been chasing yeah. it. Yeah. No, I, I get it. You know what? The Packers might be in trouble. Maybe their their front office is in trouble. Maybe maybe not. But if your business is in trouble, whether you need uh, mold remediation, you have water damage, you have smoke damage. There's one folks that the one uh, team that we'd call. And that's the team at Revive Restoration. That's right. Our friend Josh Duggan, who runs Revive Restoration, he'll make sure he's got your back 24-7, 365 days a year. Nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, you can count on Revive Restoration and the Revive Pros to be professional, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. From things like water damage, smoke, fire, mold... Uh, storm damage, uh, and a whole lot more. Revive Restoration has people to help you 24-7 every day of the year, 365 days of the year. So if you have an accident, that's the only team 
I'm going to call to get my life back on track, and you should too. That's Revive Restoration and the RevivePros.com. Check them out. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Basically, you got to be Patrick Holmes, Tom Brady, or bust. Is uh, that's Otherwise, the standard? Yeah, let's take a bite. I'd, I'd that's rather the standard keep taking he set bites for Jordan Love. No, no, I would rather just move on from him. If you don't think he can be a guy who can be, right. if you don't think he can be Brady or Mahomes, if you don't think he can win a Super Bowl, you should move on from him. And I, I, just, and I don't think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl because he'd have to play Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. And I don't think Jordan Love. <sighs> Regardless of the talent that they put around him, I don't think he can get it done. I think I have this right. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes. I'd take any of those guys. (laughs) You take Nick Foles? You take Nick Foles? He's on the open market. Maybe not Nick Foles. And this is the standard you have set for yourself. No, I'm just saying that I would rather take a crack at the draft. You're going to be so disappointed this year. I'm going to be, no. I have low expectations this year. This year, I won't be disappointed. I'd say in like a decade, when Jordan loves our quarterback and we're a 10-7 and team year in and year out, getting to the playoffs, maybe winning the first game of the playoffs and then losing the divisional round, that is going to upset me. The, the 10 years of good quarterback play, but not great, but not bad, is that's what's going to upset me. No. That's not going to be upsetting Shove, for you. I want to give you the platform here. I'm, I'm on the outside looking in. Ten and seven for the next six seasons. No Super Bowl appearances. That's what we've been for the last ten years. Yeah, we've but, already been that. But did you you believed every season that you had a shot at getting there? Right. Absolutely. But I I, I don't think it's so it's, two ten and 10, 10 and seven seasons. You're not looking at Jordan Love like he can do it this year. But I, I think that's. I, I think that's wrong to think every team in the league that doesn't have a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady type quarterback that doesn't have championship expectations, right? I mean, you can look around the league. Eli Manning that's won two fine Super if Bowls. Teams think Eli that- Manning won two Super Bowls, beating a 17 0 Patriots team, by the way, en route to one of them. And Eli Manning isn't renowned as one of the all time great quarterbacks. So, yeah, you, mean, can, you can go Eli in there Manning with a borderline is, uh, Pro Bowl quarterback and win Hall Super Bowls. Yeah, because he won two Super Bowls. Had he not, had, had he not won two, he wouldn't be. If, if Eli Manning only won one Super Bowl, he wouldn't be a Hall of Famer. I can guarantee yeah, you that. Okay, so can I get a. You can play me music or not. I'm just going to run this through for you. Since Aaron Rodgers, as we like to play this little game here, since Aaron Rodgers has taken over as the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, I'm going to tell you the quarterbacks for the Chicago Bears. Okay. Just so you kind of. How. And look, Kirk Cousins has had a nice long run as the quarterback for the Vikings. They haven't had to do this musical chairs game. Mm-hmm. Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, Todd Collins, Caleb Haney, Josh McCown, Jason Campbell, Jimmy Clausen, Matt Barkley, Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkley, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, Mike Glennon, Chase Daniel, Nick Foles, 
Andy Dalton, and now Justin Fields. I thought Matt Barkley was going to be that dude. Really? I really did. I was really <laughs> high on him when he came out. Was it USC? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, you can put a lot on the team, the Bears trying to build this team, but you can go look at Cleveland. You can go look at a, you, you oh, can go look at a sure. lot of teams. But I'm looking at the Vikings specifically, and I'm looking at a guy who's a very good quarterback. Good to very good. For sure, right? Can we both agree? Yes. We, I would, right? I would what say happened, you're insane what hap- that you would be upset if Jordan Love turned into Kirk Cousins. The Vikings have gotten to a divisional round. They have one of the best receivers in the league. They had a top five running back in, in Dalvin Cook. And the Vikings have not done much. And the thing is, if Kirk Cousins was 26, they would sign him again. And then if they had another five years of getting to a divisional round and losing, like if that is what the if if that is good, if that means Jordan Love was a home run and we can get to a divisional game and lose a divisional game three out of five seasons, if that's a win, then we can chalk that up as a win. I just don't know where the goalposts are. For me, my entire life as a Packer fan, the goalposts is win the Super Bowl because you have a quarterback who's good enough. You but you won two. Yeah. In 30 years with two franchise quarterbacks. And, and it's been awesome. It's been awesome 30 years. But you act like wins. you're the Patriots. I would think that... No, Jordan, it's not It's not the crazy to think that Jordan Love, playing like Joel Stave version in the NFL or Kirk Cousins, could get you 83% of what Aaron Rodgers gave you. And you would... You would Turn your nose away. Eighty-three percent of a Super Bowl is still not a Super Bowl. So yeah, I, I, can, I just love you that you carry this Super Bowl or bust attitude when the, this team has mostly busted out. That has been my attitude with the Packers. No, it hasn't. Because you were yeah. defending Aaron Rodgers, only winning one forever. But I'm not blaming Aaron Rodgers for the reason we lost all those seasons. But like, you're blaming Jordan Love right now. If right. The Packers. But you are blaming all the other quarterbacks. Well, no, our team's not prepared for Jordan Love. He has. He does not have. But tools. you're blaming Kirk Cousins and every other quarterback out there for not winning Super Bowls. But not Aaron Rodgers because he's Cousins your boy. got tools. Lamar Jackson has far less tools than Aaron Rodgers ever had. True. It's I'll a give fact. You that. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light.